And joining us now is Manchester's National MP and member of the Epidemic Response Committee, Mark Mitchell. Mark, thank you for your time. Good afternoon. You're welcome. Good afternoon, Tim. How are you? Good. Hey, Mark. Um, now, the new lockdown um, rules have been announced. What do you make of them? And are you having to change your behaviour as a result of what's been announced? I think we all had to. I mean, I'm obviously working remotely like everyone else. Um, even on the committee, we're using Zoom. Uh, that seems to, I was a bit worried about whether the technology will work. It is working. It seems to be going okay. Um, and I'm, but I'm just dealing with constituent cases uh, from home. You know, it's the, of course, everyone's facing challenges around that, but we're finding solutions. The, uh, the response committee which you're on has had a pretty strong week um, and with, a, with, with some very prominent interviews. Now, the police commissioner who has now, just the changing of the guard, of course, Mike Bush, admitted that the police hadn't been tracking everyone down in isolation. Have you, are you happy with um, some of the progress you've seen as a result of the questions you've asked on that? Yeah, so there were two main themes that um, me, myself, and, and actually Solomon followed on Thursday um, at the committee. One was that we don't feel like our border controls are strong enough and uh, we should be quarantining people when they come back in. That's our biggest point of weakness at the moment in terms of how the virus is actually getting into the country. And the other one was uh, there was a lot of uncertainty around whether the police had the powers that they needed to actually enforce a state of emergency um, while we had the lockdown for COVID-19. So the good news is that the government appears to be getting focused on and realising that actually needs, more needs to be done around the border. And also, um, yesterday, of course, they came out with a order pursuant to the Health Act, um, trying to clarify the police's powers. We're still not 100% convinced on that. We think it is important, and we had a lot of information flying back to us from frontline police officers that were very concerned that they were operating outside the law because they didn't have the powers. And even though we're in a state of emergency, I think that's even more important that um, that the public have absolute clarity and the police understand and know what powers and laws they're operating under. You mentioned the police. How big an issue is it that there are 666 sworn and non-sworn police staff currently off work who are isolating? Of course that's a big concern because um, it reduces their own operational uh, capability but of course for us to break the cycle it's important that they are off and they're isolated and that they're following the same rules like the rest of us look I, all that i would say and i've been talking to my own um, electorate my own communities about this is that we cooperate with the police they are there to protect us and help us so we should be getting behind them and helping them as much as they can especially if they're a bit stretched in terms of bandwidth because they have um i mean they're, they're accepting an enormous risk because they're out on the front lines here trying to make sure that we're all doing the right thing. Most of us are doing the right thing, there are like, but there are some idiots that will break the rules. Getting back, back to these new lockdown rules, do you think that they're going to yeah. make a difference or do you think they're just providing a few a bit of clarity for people who may have been sort of around the fringes? No, look, there had to be clarity. You had The problem that I highlighted on Thursday was the fact you had um, four government positions in terms of whether how people could access uh, reserves, parks and get their exercise. And... Uh, people want to be compliant, but they can't be compliant if they're not clear about what the rules are. So it was very important to get some clarity um, and some certainty around what people can and can't do. Look, exercise and fresh air is going to be critically important. It was from the start, in the days and weeks to come, uh, for people's um, own mental health and well-being. They're going to have to be able to get outside and get some fresh air and exercise. 
as long as we are maintaining our bubble, the integrity of our bubble, and as long as we're practicing our social distance, dis, distancing, mm. there shouldn't be an issue with that. So we've heard that the numbers seem to be easing, and there's there's hope on the horizon, I guess, in terms of getting on top of it. What do you think the biggest challenge is? Is it the the behaviour of New Zealanders who are already here under these new lockdown rules, or is it um, the way we're approaching people who are returning to the country and quarantine and isolation requirements? I, look, I still don't think we've got the border right, and I think that's a big risk and a big weakness for us, and we've got to be very, very strict and clear about the fact we should be quarantining, um, and that should be a monitored 24-7 quarantine, not a... Not, you know, we had 4,000 people with their own self-isolation plans. Most of them will be compliant, but I can tell you now there would have been breaches, and the problem was the police didn't have the bandwidth to actually check and enforce those um, isolation plans. And we know that that's how the virus was actually spreading. So there's got to be a, a renewed um, focus on the, on the borders, without a doubt. I guess, from my perspective, um, the, the, one of the good things about the lockdown is that it is training us in terms of understanding how important social distancing is. Mm. Um, I feel personally that we should be moving as quickly as we can to an exit um, out of a uh, lockdown. And I think the country now moving forward, and it's going to be important in the weeks and months to come, is that we continue to practice very good hygiene practices and, that's, and those social distancing rules. I think, that, um, I think that if we do that, then we're going to go a long way to beating this. What do you think for the next week or two will happen with the borders? Are we going to see much change there, the possibility of quarantining? Is that more likely? I hope so. That's what we've asked the government to do. Uh, in fact, Solomon Bridges asked this four weeks ago. Um, we've felt very strongly about it right from the start that this was one of our big weaknesses and that we weren't being strong enough on it and um, and so we hope to see continued um, focus and changes made around our actual borders Well let's hope that that's the case um, and, and I guess the Prime Minister's take on it Mark was that she said if somebody came back to New Zealand and their house happened to be right close to the airport then there was no real necessity to quarantine that person in a hotel where they actually might risk uh, being sicker and infecting more other people. Is that Does that argument carry any weight for you? To me, it doesn't. I'll tell you why. I accept the fact, and as a constituent MP, and I'm dealing with uh, requests and, and, and questions from my own electorate every day, there's always niche, very individualised um, uh, problems and issues that um, you, you're sometimes trying to force a, a square peg into a round hole. I accept that. Yeah. What right we... now, but right, but right now we're putting the country. We're we're basically putting our economic future. We, we're doing enormous damage to our economy. That's going to have flow um, uh, flow on social effects. So if we're serious about this, and we know that the border is where most of the incursions are happening, then actually, if we're asking people to make this massive sacrifice and self isolate, then we should be taking the toughest measures possible at our border in, in terms of making sure that it can't continue to come into the country. And what can we look forward to this week on the Epidemic Response Committee? Well, there's, um, you'll see Paul Goldsmith um, probably highlighting, talking about uh, economic issues. You'll see Michael Woodhouse again speaking about um, what's happening in terms of the health response and how that's going. In terms of uh, guests, probably, in terms of who uh, we can expect to be seeing being interviewed. Oh, right. So, uh, look, I haven't, sorry, I haven't seen the agenda in terms of what ministers or um, senior officials are going to be appearing in front of the committee. I, I will get the agenda on Monday. Great. Tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Thank you for being on the program. Appreciate that. That's Mark Mitchell, National MP and member of the Epidemic Response Committee.